Hello there. Hope you're well. Thank you for stopping by. Obedience is better than sacrifice. First Samuel, the 15th chapter and the 22nd verse tells us that. You see, God wants our obedience. Obedience is a powerful thing. And obedience can make us very armed and dangerous. Obedience is not easy. As you will see, we're going to enter into the battle that Saul created so we could have this message today. So you ready then? Let's battle. It's better to be obedient than sacrifice. Samuel had to give that message to Saul. You see, Saul had, King Saul had gone into battle and and God told him, you're going to get this. You're going to win this victory. But I want you to destroy everything, every single thing, every cattle. And when he says everything, he, he means everything. He, he says, I don't even want you to take the money. I, I don't want nothing. I need you to destroy everything. Well, Saul couldn't because Saul was like, oh no, let's save the best and we'll have a massive sacrifice for Jehovah. So, you know, it's Samuel probably really didn't understand what God was saying. Surely God would not want me to destroy all of this. It's better to obey than sacrifice. (laughs) All right, let me give it to you in today's world, in today's language, as one might say. There's a massive, massive drug bust, massive, in Colombia, one, one of those places, you know, where, where they've got money in the walls and, and everywhere, everything has been founded, and God had given the order to the general, because let's just pretend this general is a man of God, and he says, you're going to win this battle, but I need you to burn all this money. Got it now? This is what Saul was more or less dealing with. You see, the general couldn't understand. Let's let's pretend that he's even a pastor, a, a preacher there. And all he's saying is, but God, the good this money could do for the ministry, the good this money could do for the church, the good, oh, we could travel all over the world and, and do so much good for your ministry, God, to spread Jesus after all. No, I said, burn it all obedience is better than sacrifice. You see, God knows what's attached to this money or whatever it is. He knows what happens. (laughs) That wayward son of his, that wayward, sorry, I probably shouldn't have called him his son, that wayward angel, of his called Lucifer, the morning star. One of the most powerful 
angels in heaven. They said he opened his mouth and music came out of him. He was everything that the world needs. Him, Lucifer. You see, he knows that Lucifer sat around the throne and he knows how things work. He knows what happens when we are disobedient. You see, he made Lucifer the prince of the air. And being the prince of the air, he gave him powers to be, to be able to manipulate the atmosphere. Hmm. He knows how to twist things about and, and just literally there is no other word for it manipulation is a good word for it because manipulation comes with disobedient and you again as I've mentioned many times have empowered him to manipulate your atmosphere when you disobey God Let's pull up some examples. And in the name of Jesus right now, we're using examples. Don't anybody run out of here and say, oh, look, Contessa says I should do this. And Contessa said I should do that. We are using examples in the name of Jesus. Father, I stop right now and I praise you and I glorify you, Lord, right now. Lord, I ask you for wisdom, wisdom to saturate the atmosphere with this podcast right now, Lord. Lord, and let the words be understood and not manipulated of what we're about to say in the name of Jesus. Amen. Here, glory be to God. Right. Some of us, and, and, and I am very guilty of this. You know, where the word says, do not be unequally yoked. And, and we go ahead and, and connect ourselves with the ones that are unequally yoked with us. Well, I should know, shouldn't I? I've been married four times. So, yes, the finger points at me too. But at the end of the day... <laughs> what are you saying, Contessa? So, no, I'm not saying you're supposed to run out here and leave your husbands and wives because you're unequally yoked. Are you listening to me? You see, what I learned being in an unequally yoked marriage, I, I didn't understand. I, I, I really did. Because at first I thought, you know, because I'm West British, West Indian, BWI, and... I keep marrying these American people and we've got different customs and, and different ways. And that, that is definitely part of being unequally yoked. But I'm more concentrated on that because my mother would always say to me, that's your problem. You keep marrying these Americans. They don't know your food. They don't know your ways. You know, because we're, we're totally different, even though our skin color is the same. and and But yet we are raised in a different culture and a different ways, unequally yoked. In some eyes, it's called a mixed marriage because the cultures are being mixed and sometimes it just does not work. But when you are a born again Christian, it takes on a whole other <laughs> A whole other meaning. It, it took me a while to get to that one. You see, do you remember when Jesus says, Satan is the father of lies and, and your father is the devil? You see, if 
you're not born again. If Jesus Christ is not your Lord, and then there's a marriage where one is not born again and one is, well, the one that's not born again, then, okay, look, I'm going to say it, but don't blooming attack me. His father is the devil. All right. So now that makes Lucifer, one might say, your father-in-law. Because it's not that you've got this husband or this wife and you go down at night time or wherever and pray and pray together and, and be able to cast out demons out of your house. No, because there's only one of you because you're unequally yoked and then it makes the work a little bit harder because that one's an unbeliever. So he's bringing in the bombs of Lucifer into your household. Now, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold the press. I have encountered this, all right? But I also know, like I always love to use this word, don't get it messed up, my love, because right now, for me to say that there's no hope, that is a lie straight from the pit of hell because God will saturate you and he will anoint you woman a man of God that is standing in battle by yourself don't you get it messed up don't you weaken down on me right now don't you use this as an excuse to say I knew oh look this is my sign to walk out of this marriage no 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 I did not say that because God is able It is better to be obedient than disobedient. Again, like I said, excuse me, a sip of water here. Our disobedience manipulate the atmosphere. Just think of a whole bunch of ribbons. You, you know, just a bunch of ribbons and, and just flying all over the atmosphere that, that Lucifer is just loosened, loosened into the atmosphere. And, and one of those ribbons actually caught on to your disobedient. And we're not talking about marriage right now. We're just talking about disobedient, period. So it's caught on to your disobedient. And then what happens? Your zip code is written on that ribbon. And it's flying around your house because now your disobedience have blocked God's hand. It's 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 tied up, tied up. Let me give you an example of when Satan's ribbon dropped on my zip code, on my household. My marriage was attacked. And I won't go into details in this podcast, but, but I will. My husband's actually agreed to come on with me if it will help somebody's marriage. Um, it, it, it was not easy. It was um, very very destructive you see here i am old 
woman of God, the woman of this and woman of that, and the praying woman and the praying mother, and and, and you know, I'm not in my household, devil, and 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 you know, as for me and my household, we shall serve God, and on and on. You get the message right now, right? So, oh yeah, so so that that was me, and but yet my anointing and and, and all my strength and and all my praying did not stop the husband from straying. Did not stop Saloma from entering into the household. You see, Saloma, if you remember, she danced for the head of John the Baptist. And she seduced the king in a dance. And I do believe there's many names for that dance, but some have called it the seven veils. I call it the dance of death of the marriage. So Saloma comes and and, and she's seduced. Now Saloma is not alone because it takes the husband or the wife to enter into such a contract, a contract of disobedience, a contract that is saying, all right, let's do this and let's destroy this thing called marriage. This was so painful of the way it was done. You see, Lucifer came real hard, real hard, real hard. This was totally a different kind of evil. And I literally, I remember standing in the office of the house and and I remember shaking myself and I I remember saying, actually I was on the ground and and I remember getting up and, and I remember saying, I will give God a sacrificial offering. Do you hear me, devil? You will not destroy me. You will not cause me to want to commit suicide. You will not destroy me because I'm going to right now in the midst of all this hell and pain that you've put me through. I'm going to praise Jehovah. I'm going to praise him with everything that's in me. Glory be to God. I'm praising him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm praising him. I'm praising him. I'm praising him. Then he says, I compelled it so. The the pain's a little bit worse now. Because I have an idea how this is going to work. I'm going to praise him, give him a sacrificial offering of praise. And I'm going to get strengthened. I'm going to pack my clothes. And I'm going to just move out and get out of here and leave him and and, and his awful situation. and, And I'm gone. I'm gone. That was my plan. And God said, obedience is better than sacrifice. I don't want your sacrificial praise right now. What? I don't want your sacrificial praise right now. What I want right now is for you to be obedient. And obedient, I am telling you that you've got to stay. Oh, no, 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 no. This can't be God. This has to be Lucifer pretending to be God right now in my ears. I can't come back and say, you got to stay. Nah, he said, stand. Stand still and see the salvation of God. No, 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 no. 
the fact that there's no way this Jehovah, this God can be this cruel to me. After all, I have traveled. I've gone where others have not gone. I've gone to the streets. I've put a tent up and, 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 and I preached to the pimps and the prostitutes. I went in prisons 40 years ago when, when it wasn't popular to go to the prisons. I've loved the unlovely. I don't have manicure hands like a lot of these preachers. I will go to hell in the spirit world to pull out somebody for you. You probably can still smell the sulfur on me and now you want to embarrass me. And tell me I need to swallow this pain and stay Obedience. Now, do you remember, God, that I do know obedience when, when, when you told me not to let my son go spend the night at these people's house and, and this was his best friend, a little cripple boy that he loved so much and it broke my heart in two. I had not been saved too long, but the anointing had saturated me and you told me, be obedient and say no. And as much as it hurt me to break my little boy's heart I said no and that same night that little cripple boy got murdered by his father that same night if I was disobedient I don't know my boy would probably be dead by now because I'm quite sure he would because he took a seven inch knife and stabbed them with them so I, I understand obedience, I understand, but I'm not feeling that kind of connection right now, Lord. No, you're not feeling it, woman, because right now your disobedience is in the atmosphere being manipulated by Lucifer. And this is him right now attacking you. I said, stay. Oh. Listen, Lord. Listen, uh, this is husband number four, and, and you know, we can go to husband number five. After all, I'll catch up with the woman at the well. I won't just stay alone. I said, stay. And of course, I, I, I went and packed my bags. <laughs> and the ribbons was just fluttering and flying, and every color probably from hell was just... You know, just joining the party, joining the party. Self-pity had come in and everything else. But guess what? Justification was right there standing with me, justifying what I'm about to do. He was my buddy that day. Yes, he was, because he was right. And that night... The Lord put a sickness on the husband. You see, he one thing about God, he knows us. He knows our heart. He knows I'm a compassionate person. He knows that he's called me to love the unlovely and nothing or anything can stop that. He knows that is embedded in me. You see, he has to go through my resume to see where can I connect with her. And he came and connect with my compassion. 
while that'll be another story of what happened but while being at the rehab place I saw so many lonely husbands wives mothers children and I asked the nurse what what where is these people's family and this one nurse pulled me aside and says some people call this place the house of karma I, I said what she says yes they've 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 just walked out of their lives because of remembrance of the pain that they've caused them and now this is karma they've called the rehab the house of karma and they've left the husbands the wives and 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 mothers and fathers i mean i saw them i saw them with my own eyes and and heard the stories and i was like what you know and actually by right I had the job thing going on and, you know, and my children even. Why are you staying with him? What, what, what is this? You're down here in this house of rehab, sleeping on, on a cot. Your nose is bleeding. Your temperature's up. Your high blood pressure is skyrocketing. They've got to rush you to the doctor. But yet you says, God says, stand and be still obedience is better than sacrifice so you see people out there I just don't share something that sounds good or anything else I have lived and what I'm not sure who this is for today I know it's got me for somebody because I, I you know it's like all night long tossing and turning obedience is better than sacrifice obedience is better than sacrifice actually i came upstairs my, my, my studio is upstairs I, I came upstairs and i says oh, it's thursday today so i i'll just go in and, and do a good old cleaning you know what i mean and get, get the bathrooms done and, and just get everything done it's a nice day i could open the windows and let fresh air in that was my intention but yet those words will follow me wherever i go obedience is better than sacrifice and then i opened the bible and there it is again obedience is better than sacrifice actually it wasn't even in the bible it was paper that i had in the bible and I pulled out and I said, oh, let me see what this is because I was getting ready to rearrange a bookshelf and, and dust it off and there it is again. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And this will have to be a part one. We're already at 22 minutes. It's Oh gosh, I I'm like, well, it might, the atmosphere is going crazy because some of you right now are so unsure and confused, and I do apologize, but I need you to know and understand quite well. This was my dilemma. That was my story. Before you do anything harsh, make sure and make sure that you've heard the word of God. So he came to me and told me that he proclaimed it so. He compelled it so. Are you kidding me? Now, this man had never laid hands on me. He'd never beaten me. Actually, he was a very good man. And he was just, and God had to show me. He said, he was weak, Contessa. When was the last time you anointed him? 
When was the last time you prayed over him? He was weak and Salome found it very easy to get him. You know the power of the incubus and succubus, how it comes in the dreams of these husbands and weakens them because it comes in the form of somebody at work, somebody in the office, somebody in the factory and seduces them at night and now they think they are in love. And we will deal with the incubus and the succubus. And I know you've been hearing little nuggets being dropped about them. But you see, I've got to be so anointed before I enter into their world. Because as you can tell by now, when I share, I'm entering into the world of that that I'm sharing about. But right now, I, 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 I need to pray for you. This thing about the father-in-law is kind of troubling some of you right now. And some of you are going through so much. Some of you aren't even married. You're living with this person. But yeah, if he's bashing on you, if he's beating on you, you don't need to hear a word of God from that. I'm telling you, get out of there in the name of Jesus. And it hurts. Because you're in there because of what he can give you. You're there because of the wealth. They say it's harder for a wealthy woman to leave and go to a shelter than it is to a poorer woman because we'd rather stay. And some of us, we're happy because we've got colorless bruises. Our bruises can't be seen because we're being tormented mentally. Father, I praise you and I glorify you right now, Lord Jesus. Look, I, I have no power. I'm, I'm just your servant. But I ask you right now, Lord, I'm standing in the gap for these men and women and, 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 and children, whoever it is that, that's listening. I ask you right now, Father God, to just make this thing clear to them, Father God. I ask you to strengthen those that need to be strengthened, Father. Lord, I ask you to just heal those that need to be healed. And right now, some of you, guess what? You were so disobedient in something that the enemy manipulated your bank account. He manipulated things around you right now. Stop giving these fake sacrificial offerings and obey God and obey what he tells you to do and everything shall return back to you. I stand on that word right now in the name of Jesus. Obey God and it shall come back to you seven times fold in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And hey, you that don't know Jesus, you just popped in. You probably thought, oh, they're talking about somebody's marriage. Sounds like a scandal here. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, but you really would like to just simply say, Lord, I am a sinner. I am a sinner, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me, Lord, Father God. Enter into my life, Lord. I need you to be the Lord of my life, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Teach me your ways, Father God. Teach me the word. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray for you right now. So, thank you again so much. I am, I'm getting ready to do part two. But I, I, I thank you. Those of you that pray for me, stand with me and, and send the encouraging words that you know that the Lord touched you and this helped. And to keep doing what I'm doing, you, you just don't know how that blesses me. 
Thank you very much. And it's not an ego thing. It's not, oh, I need to be stroked. It has nothing to do with that. You just need to know the enemy is not winning. You just need to know that the angels is touching people in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Till next time. All right. Yeah. Don't forget to press the um, subscribe button. And, and you know, and, and if you can, just leave a word of encouragement for somebody else so they would listen. Thank you.